Hey, hey, friendos. Welcome to The Road to Nowhere, a Marvel Champions LCG podcast. We focus on recapping Solo Champions League, but if you enjoy breaking down the finer details of a Marvel Champions matchup, then we have something for you. I'm your host, Josaru, and with us during the Between Season Breather, delighted to be joined by our Solo Champions League commissioner, Insmith Bear. Bear, how are you doing? I am doing really well. I'm, I'm very tired. And I'm very mm-hmm. busy, but I'm mm-hmm. having a lot of fun. So proud new dad. That's right. Um, and you birthed uh, another league that you're running. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what a time to start doing that. But yeah, yeah. So on top of the DC Deck Building Game League and the Marvel Champions League, so Solo Crisis League and Solo Champions League, there's now the Arkham Investigators League. So if you play Arkham Horror at all, check it out. Right. And then are you fully participating in all the rounds of all of these things yourself believe it or not yes uh, i am um wow uh, yeah uh, so it's i don't have as much time for practice games as i might have once had um it's a lot of scouring the deck sharing page like in the last week of the round and seeing what i can customize from there right uh, and then for um arkham horror that's like a group thing and i'm uh, and my wife joins me for that so that's something we can do together which is great Oh, yay, Ms. Bear. Love it. Um, that's very fun. And I yeah, I I know you and I know you're you're fine letting go of having to practice a bunch and stuff like that too. So oh, yeah. that that helps a lot. Yeah. Um it's not it, it's not the most fun experience for me to do all those practice games. I I know a lot of people love like really honing in on the perfect deck. Uh I get tired after like six games, so I, I think I think I just like the regular three games, and I'm happy. Cool, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that it is. You know, you've managed to create a league. I think that provides opportunities for people of all sorts of different interests and tastes. So that's been, absolutely that's been really fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's. We're gonna get on to our our main topic of the day. We're previewing season 17 of solo champions league and what we usually like to do is check back in on the previous season uh and then jump ahead to see what you can tell us about the next season and and sometimes seasons beyond i know you have lots of things cooked up but you're not always not always wanting to share absolutely everything so we'll hear what sort of things you want to at least um dangle in front of us for fun things we might be able to expect in the future does that sound good sounds great Okay, um, so quick reminder: uh, we did an episode, episode seven, with a bigger picture of the history of the league. Uh, people are welcome to go and have a look at that. But um, I don't know if you had some things you wanted to to bring up. Yeah, I mean, we should probably do an update to that one at some point. But right, the league has changed so much over what sixteen seasons now. Uh, every season, one of my goals is to introduce something new, and some sometimes those things stick around, and sometimes they don't. So, like everything from scoring in the very beginning to XP, flights, campaign elements, uh, narrative structure, which we've seen a few seasons now, and alliances, those are all just like one season experiments that just kind of stuck around. So, um, I, I know you alluded to this quite a bit in in, in your last episode, and. Uh, I just uh, I'm glad that everyone's kind of on board to try those new things 
because yeah. it's, it's it's a reason it's something new for old players to return to and it's something to entice uh, new people who may have been interested in the past but wasn't something there for them so i'm glad that everyone's kind of on board when i put these things out there and uh is looking forward to try new things because i've always got yeah. more things to try <laughs> right well you know there there's something that's neat about doing that as well because you know there's some people who yeah, I teach for a living and, you know, I get tired of arguing with students about tiny little marks and stuff like that. And, you know, for for you, we get people who kind of worry about the very nitpicky details of how fair things are across different things. I think when you're always introducing new things, it just kind of forces people to acknowledge that nothing's ever going to be perfectly balanced because there's no way for you to keep on top of all these new things. And so it actually is providing a little bit of freedom to not worry about those things as much. Yeah. I mean, certainly because if let's say I was, and I'm not saying this is happening, but let's say I would, was about to start tracking uh, every time you saw shadows of the past, that's a common right. thing that comes up. How am I going to handle the previous 16 seasons data? <laughs> like, do I just say like, yeah, about one out of three games you saw it. Um, it, it becomes an interesting thing to kind of backdate that. Uh, so yeah, there's always going to be a little bit of muddiness, but we do our best to try and make it fair and make it fun. Yeah. Well, I think the other way around, right. To make it fun and feel fair. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's it. Right. So that you're, you know, you're doing your best and, um, there's lots of fun things that are coming in, but it just, it kind of gives everybody permission to not worry about it quite as much. Cause, cause you're just keeping us all off balance anyway, which I love. <laughs> I'm keeping myself off balance too. So you're yeah. not alone. Yeah. Uh, well, let's check in on on season sixteen. So, you know, the big questions are always kind of what's new, what worked, what didn't. Well, what do you think? Well, three week rounds are something that kind of just evolved from as a necessity for my personal life to try and keep things moving smoothly and reliably. And I think it was a big hit with with users. A lot of people were coming back out of the woodwork, have been kind of took a season off or two, and. Um, they really appreciated those those three those three weeks. I, I know it made my life a lot easier, and I know it made a lot of players a lot easier too. Some people really stress about missing around, and I've always tried to make it open so like you can come and go as you please. Um, but having those three week rounds really help people get more involved in each round if they want. Right, and you know, as as a participant, I would say my one. My one con to the three-week round that I observe is it just feels quieter in the discussion space overall. It certainly does, because everyone's playing at a different time, right? Some people yeah. are like starting day one, some people are starting the last week, and those are two weeks apart. So uh, that, that that's certainly a problem with it, obviously. But I do think the level of um, participation kind of went up. I don't know that the number of players changed too much, but I, I, I do believe that at least based on the comments I was getting, people were very gracious to have that. It really it took a burden off people. And I never want the league to be a burden for anyone. That's right. No, no. I mean, I ultimately love it. It's just it's just that observation. And I think, you know, I think there's a danger of kind of losing momentum if that time gets too long. But I don't think we're anywhere near that. It felt like yeah. there was still lots of participation on the Discord and things like that. And so, but it did feel, you know, the difference between three weeks and two weeks, you could feel a little, a little bit different, I think, overall. Yeah. I mean, there's always a chance that we revisit it in the future, right? The, when the league first started, it was only a week per round. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so like, it took a while to get here. Um, 
it could always get longer. Or maybe maybe like standard rounds become two weeks and expert rounds become three weeks. Yeah, right. there's always there's always wiggle room in that. So, and then obviously holidays and stuff always kind of impact things as well. It's all it's all trial and error. I think we're in a good spot right now, though, and we're going to stick at the three week rounds going forward for now. Right. And well, and then there was the discussion chaos of when you would have overlapping rounds. <laughs> right. Uh, that is that's a headache for me to keep track of too. It definitely. It, it, like I'm, I'm receiving a question and uh i have to remember like which round is this re- retained to and do i want to take care of this now or do i want to wait till that round ends and <laughs> it's uh it can be chaos right right well and, the, and this season you had a new kind of narrative and theme that you introduced on top of the whole season yeah the last one we did was no more avengers the story-based round kind of used a uh, hero traits where everyone kind of picked a group uh, that was a lot of fun. It was very popular. Uh, it was fun to write. People enjoyed kind of like the narrative structure, which kind of justified the reason for each round, as opposed yep. to seeming like a random villain and modular set, which at its heart, it usually is to some degree. But it, it gives reason. And also when I'm designing the season overall, it gives me constraints that I can use so that it, it makes the, the, the theme carry th- the theme carries it through and makes it a lot more fun for so this season yeah. was Hydra in Space, which was a lot of the early content up to uh, Galaxy's Most Wanted. Uh, this is a lot of fun for me because I enjoy doing like that that one ease radio show videos I, I was working on. Yeah. I, I had a lot yeah. of fun making those. I got a lot of uh, good feedback on those. People really enjoyed it. Those um, were very fun. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. And we also, for the first time, kind of took a chance in mixing campaign elements from different sets. Right. Uh, this was this was the first time I've ever done that. Usually, it was just one campaign element from a certain set, and we kind of stick to it. But by mixing them, we could use them in different ways, right? So we could offer incentives to use some, or um, possible uh, uh, obstacles. So I, for like the Rise of Red Skull upgrades, I, I, I'd usually use the uh, experimental weapons as like a a hurdle. Uh, to mm-hmm. kind of like, do I want to do this or not? Things like that. And then with the Galaxy's Most Wanted Marketplace units, I mean, you've talked about this plenty, but there was there was the handicap that was kind of used where you would get more uh, Marketplace units if you had scored lower overall this season so far. And right. it was just a way of kind of boosting that up. I don't know that it made any significant difference. I noticed that like people who were at the top kind of stayed at the top, even though they had less units than other players. So I, I, I definitely it definitely didn't go the way I thought it would. I thought that'd be a little bit more swingy, but maybe that's a good thing that it's swing around. What did you think? I thought it was I thought it was fun. Astrodar and I were joking around lots about trying to finish lower on purpose so we'd have more <laughs> units. But um, yeah, I thought it was fun. I think it would be pretty hard to do uh outside of the context of the galaxy's most wanted markets i i think you know you have a note about kind of the sinister motives reputation track maybe is perhaps another place you could imagine doing something like that but but it feels like a hard thing to do all the time which is not something you're ever necessarily interested in doing either i think i think it was fun to experience for sure yeah I mean, we'll see things like that again. It's not going to be the standard. It's not going to be the norm each season, but we will see something like that. Like I, like you mentioned, I am considering doing something similar with the Sinister Motives reputation track. Um, I got to kind of toy around in my head a little bit, see where I land on that and how that works. Right, right. And 
you know, one thing I would say that felt really fun and really successful was kind of this choice, like you said, of having some additional bonus with some additional penalty for taking on on the bonus. And even the game of weighing whether or not that bonus was worth that penalty was actually pretty fun overall. I actually even enjoyed that element of it. I think you're right. I think that was a lot of fun. I do believe I need to make the choices a little bit harder, though. Uh, I think for quite a few of them, they were no-brainers. Like, yeah, I'm going to add this to get this benefit, because the benefit, I felt like, outweighed the the penalty, you know, the the obstacle there. So I think I might uh, I might tilt that a little bit in the other direction next time we see something like that. Right. Well, you know, it's funny... You know, as a as a parent myself, and you know, you're a new parent. It's it's a thing that's often referred to as toddler choice. So you can you can give somebody a choice where the 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 actual choice is is quite obvious, but it makes them feel empowered that they're making a choice. So you can you can still you can still dangle those ones that nobody wants or everybody wants, and <laughs> that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I would love to see more discussions though. Like um, like is it worth it really to do this? Uh, if I were to do this, what would be the best move here? I, I would love to see more of that. So uh, we will see it again. Uh, we might mix it up where there's some of these like no-brainer choices as well as, or toddler choices, like you said, as well as some more difficult ones. That, 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 that's kind of in the back of my mind after this past season. Right, right. Yeah, well, I mean, as we discussed in the last episode, I think in hindsight, it might have been worth taking that last, the last bonus in exchange for those two obligations that went into your deck. I do. Um, yeah, but I think a lot of folks, myself included, scoffed at it. It didn't. It felt terrible to imagine those stupid cards in your deck and kind of not recognizing that you know it, it probably balanced out pretty well. Um, and one and maybe thing I realized when trying to make that decision was like if yeah. I made a fifty card deck and spent all of my my units, I, you can get above a fifty card deck, obviously. Yeah. Those those obligations are now spread out over such a large deck that you're not going to see them too often. Yep. Agreed. So, anyway, I think it was one of those ones that um had I engaged with the decision a little more, it would have been very fun to have engaged with it. I didn't engage with it until after, but I did actually really engage with it and thought about it more and mm-hmm. had a had a fun discussion about it, you know? So I I think I think it accomplished what what you wanted it to do. Honestly. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, maybe for, you know, new, what worked, what didn't from this season? Yeah. Uh, one thing that's kind of gone, I don't want to say it's gone downhill, but one thing that's kind of floundered the last few seasons is the Alliance system. Uh, yeah. I've been, I've been trying to get it back to its glory days. When it first started, you know, everyone was like really engaged with it. Now there's a lot of alliances where there's only like one or two people actively playing anymore. Uh, new alliance registrations are down really low so i'm going to i've got some answers for that and we'll talk about that in the season 17 preview but uh uh alliances i think need some work and i I hope i have some answers for it yeah well we we decided in response uh to having a season (laughs) to 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 bloat our alliance out and uh we're looking forward to having to actually fight over stuff again yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, I was involved in adding those people, and you've got <laughs> yeah. you've got quite a stacked team now. Yeah, we kind of embraced the Yankeesness of <laughs> of it all, actually. But see, I'll, I can I can tell you the not the secret, but I can tell you. I mean, what we have typically 
done, and this is how we even got together our alliance right. in the first place, is we were just legitimately looking for people that had really high participation in the discussions. That, right. That's, and that's exactly the names that came up on your list. Right. And so, you know, it does happen to be that some of the most active people also tend to be the people who are doing very well in the league because they're the ones who are really engaging high. But yep. But it it was more about finding people who really are out there talking with everybody, you know, really seemed like people who would want to talk about decks in the background and, and that sort of stuff. So that's the kind of people we were seeking out. Yeah, you've got a good crew there. They're all they're all a great group of people to talk to. So I, I think you guys can have a lot of fun. Yeah, we should. And again, like I said, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to actually fighting over stuff again. So <laughs> <laughs> It was it was funny because the you know with Matthew Noodles and Astrodar and I we kind of had our default um, aspects you know right. for the hero for the heroes it would be we would actually have to really think about it but for the aspects we kind of had the ones we just preferred and fell back on and so you know I'm I'm looking forward to that being a little bit more contentious and actually feeling like we have to have a draft order and you know all those things. I always let my alliance mates uh, choose first. I, I just choose last. So I let them have uh, the most fun they can. And yeah. with this past season and everything else going on, I'm like, this season I might need a little bit more of a, a little bit uh, more a sway in the decisions I make. So I know in season in, in round five, I was like, you know what? I don't think I can do this if I don't have justice, guys. Do you mind? <laughs> right, right, so, right. Uh, those those discussions are fun. And I'm glad that you've got a, a bigger crew that you get to debate that over. Yeah. Well, so this actually leads us well into the season 17 preview, right? So yeah, you sir. you mentioned on the Discord that you were going to be bringing in pool, which makes it seem like we're going to actually have maybe expanded choices. So even even the alliance with five, maybe the last person actually has a choice between things. What are you thinking of doing there? Yeah, we are going to keep alliances at five people for now. Uh, I don't really see much of a reason to go beyond five people, but yes, we're going to have the sixth aspect of pool available for people to choose. Um, how people use or how often we'll see. Uh, it might be you know used rarely, something like like basic is, and who knows how it's going to score. But but mm -hmm. we'll see. You know, it's a brand new thing, brand new toy for people to try out. Now to kind of balance that decision out a little bit. We're also going to be adding a six hero to the choose your hero rounds. Sweet. Uh, yes, uh, this accomplishes two things, right? In, in alliances, no one's stuck with the one that they don't want. That one can be abandoned by an alliance. And additionally, it allows us to move through heroes more efficiently. In uh, we we did this once in the past when the league first started. There was three heroes in a, in a choose your hero round. Then there was four. Now, then there was five, and now we're going up to six. And the reason is yeah. that there's just been so many heroes released over the history of the league that some heroes we don't see for many, many seasons unless we bump that number up a little bit. You are going to place an extra time burden on me because I like to actually play <laughs> everything. So that will be, I don't mind, uh, but okay. that's, that's funny because, you know, every time you do this, I'm like, oh, there goes another 25% of my, my time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's one way of looking at. It. Maybe you can, from the start, though, say like this one doesn't have a chance and move on. Maybe it oh, it's it, it's especially just because of the of the pod that I actually. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's like it. Well, it's 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 two things. One, it gives me an excuse to actually just kind of play some of the heroes I might otherwise shy away from anyway. But two, it just helps me feel more informed. So I I end up doing it and have fun and kind of get a sense of what other people are up to and all those things. 
I guess with the pool deck, since there's only so many cards, you can have a pretty set deck, at least for each of the uh, choose your hero rounds to try out. Yeah, well, you know, the pool aspect has actually kind of settled into a really typical archetype uh, yeah. based, ra- based around the mulligan card, that, as far as I've seen. And I've, I've played a few of them. And, you know, I think it's pretty solid. It's certainly a lot more solid than basic. Um, right. You don't feel like you're getting hosed by getting stuck with pool, but it, it's kind of a it's kind of a typical architect archetype where maybe there's a few pool cards that you might mix and match in there, but there's there's kind of a common core to it, right. much like there is with you know an events based justice deck or right. or that sort of thing. Yeah. So what else is uh, coming up for season seventeen? All right. So as I mentioned, uh, we're having. Uh, you know, alliances have kind of been dwindling the last few seasons, uh, so I'm revamping it, and there's a few things I'm doing to make that happen. Uh, one, as I already mentioned, we're, we're bumping up to six choices in each round, be it um, aspect yep. or hero, so that means that no one's really stuck with something they really, really don't want to do, if you do have a, like, a higher um, alliance count. Uh, I'm also removing the bracket uh, of Secret Wars, the, you know, that alliance competition. I think that was a lot of fun, but I think with the inconsistency of alliances, um, you know, kind of showing up to play and, um, you know, sticking around for a full season, there there was an issue of, like, you'd be eliminated, but you just come right back in next round anyway. You might not actually be eliminated to round four or so. Right. Um, and the flip side of that is when, when Secret Wars is working perfectly, you could be eliminated round one, and then, you know, your alliance choices don't really matter the rest of the so I'm revamping Secret Wars a little bit. Uh, I'll try and talk to this, talk through this in this non-visual medium as best I can. <laughs> Essentially, there's going to be three divisions. You know, a division one, division two, division. Um, and within that division, you're going to be matched against another, another um, alliance in the same division as you, and it's going to be an alliance that you have faced the least amount of times in the past. So I'm trying to make it so there's less repeat. Um, matches as possible okay and then if you win that round you go up one division and your opponent goes down one and then in the next round it's whoever's in the new divisions are again divvied up into different matches Uh, i think it's gonna be a lot of fun there's gonna be everyone's gonna have something to focus on each round and uh there's no end to it it's just at the end of round five of a season Whoever wins that division gets like a division title, and then you kind of just start over next season. Okay, uh, love it. it love I think it. it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's I think it's going to be a lot more involved for people since they get to you know keep playing as opposed to just get knocked out at some point. And I think I think it'll be enticing for people. I hope. Very fun. Uh, and what else? Yeah. So for uh, one of the common issues I get is people submitting results on their phone instead of on, on the, on the computer. Uh, when you do this, like on the computer, you can just type in your username and it'll show up on the list when you're entering your results. Yeah. Uh, when you do it on the phone, it's just literally the full list of users and you have to scroll through it to your name. It's a very <laughs> unfortunate thing that I do not have control over. It's just yeah. part of the, it's part of how the form uh, system I work, I, I use works. Um, so what I've done is kind of created a, a retired users form, uh, not a separate form, but a, a retired users list. 
Right. And so anyone who hasn't played in the last six months or so is going to be removed from that active users list. Uh, all of their stats are still saved. They can come back at any time. Um, but this makes that list a lot more easy, easily, easy for people to navigate and, right. and get to their name. So that's just going to make submitting results a lot easier for people, especially if you're on that second half of the alphabet. <laughs> yeah. No, that that does seem seem very helpful. I think I have never tried to submit it on my phone, so the that UI issue is is news to me. But I could definitely see how annoying that would be. Yeah, I mean that's a small thing. I just know a lot of people ask about it, so I just want people to know right. it's fixed. As the best as I can do right now, it is fixed. Um, cool. And the last thing I want to share for now about season seventeen is the theme. Uh, I, I've been sticking the theme seasons for a while now, and we're going to have a returning theme for season 17, and that is All Stars. Right, right. All Stars is that, a lot of fun. Right, yeah. So what what sort of way are you thinking about All Stars here? So All Stars, we're going to have... So we have three rounds of six heroes and then two single hero rounds, so that's 20 heroes. So what we're doing is taking the top 20 heroes as they are currently ranked in the league, because that's something I track in the background. And we're using just those 20 heroes um, as well as like the top aspects for some of those heroes. Now those heroes could end up at the top for a few different reasons. They really can be the top performing heroes. And we're talking about Captain America, Dr. Strange, etc. But there's also some fluke ones, right? Like, let's say a, a character only showed up once and it was against Risky Business or something. Right. They could be pretty high on that list without necessarily really belonging there. So what the All-Star season does is allows people to use these overpowered characters. I don't want I shouldn't use overpowered. These these uh, these stronger characters. And to make it a little bit more challenging, I do bump up the difficulty a bit. So we yes. are going to see, yes, so we are going to see a return of the classic difficulty round three for just this season so that our all-star heroes can try and take them on. I love it. I love it. And so will we expect that rounds two and four, which will be single hero, multi-aspect ones, those will be the strongest of the strong? Or you're still sorting some of those out or you just don't want to share uh, no i have finalized it what i did was i took the two strongest aspects as they are currently ranked right now and uh, i'm sorry the three strongest aspects as they currently are ranked right now and gave them the one three and five and then i took the the six heroes that are best at performing in those aspects into those slots got it. and then and then the two remaining heroes got the the uh, the, the 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 one and done um choose your aspect rounds Okay, so those will be more middle-of-the-pack heroes. That'll be interesting. Yeah, potentially. Interesting, interesting. Okay. That should be great. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I really enjoy the, all, the All-Stars one. Last time we did it was Season 8. So it, it, it's been 11 seasons, so there's been a lot of changes since then. So we'll, we'll see how it works this time versus how it did last time. Yeah, I vaguely remember the last... I, I remember participating in it, but I don't really remember what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing crazy. I think was that the one <laughs> where we had I can't remember. I think Rocket Raccoon was the number one ranked hero at the time, and we used him in round five. I don't know if it was against Red Skull or or it had to be Red Skull. I'm not sure. I have to look back at it. Maybe one right. of the collectors. Right. 
and then for the things that we're going to be facing, these are going to be kind of determined in similar ways. Yeah, so we're kind of bumping the difficulty up a little bit. There is a there's a little bit of a secret to it. That I'm not going to discuss any too deeply. Um, yep. but there, there is a, there's a secret theme to this season as well that we'll discuss as it comes up later in the season. Okay. Um, but, uh, it, it, I am bumping the difficulty up a little bit. So we're going to see round five is going to be the hardest one that we've had in a while for sure. Um, but round four and three and two and one, they're all getting bumped up like one level of difficulty. Right. Uh, and what do you... What's going on in your brain for, you know, some of the more difficult rounds are also the ones that people have been grumpiest about. I'm hoping to counteract it at counteract it by giving you some heroes that have a strong fighting chance. Uh, right. I remember the first time we faced Ronin, we used Doctor Strange, right? So right. I'm trying to use that formula again on a larger scale. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And, you know, as I've... Um... <sighs> you know spoken very highly of you in the past i think this move to and i recognize that's not sure how you're doing it this time but your move to round three being some of the hardest villains but on standard i think was a really nice balance of getting to experience that content without necessarily having to have extreme uh frustration and you know putting the toughest heroes up against those tougher rounds is also another good way to do that yeah that's absolutely that that's at, that that adjustment of the old round five moving down the round three for standard difficulty that's still going to be the norm going forward. This is just a special treat for this round, this season, yes. to give our heroes something to really sort out who are the strong ones and who's by here, who's at the top of this list by mistake. Right, right, okay. Well, that promises to be fun. Yes, uh, I uh, I always do enjoy a good a good season preview. What what do you have kind of on the horizon for other stuff? Uh, we're going to be working around some new uh, new ways of dividing up heroes. So, you know, we've got a lot of games played. I think we passed 20,000 games played, if Amazing. I remember correctly. Amazing. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's a lot. So, um, you know, I've got a pretty good idea of what heroes perform quickly, which ones perform more slowly. Yep. And which, which villains can be done quickly and which ones take a longer time. So we're going to be messing around with that data to try and see if we can uh, push those. So like putting a, a fast hero against a slow villain, seeing how it does, stuff like that. In addition to that, we'll see rounds where, you know, hand size determines what heroes we're seeing. And another season or so where we talk about the traits being the main thing that we're looking at when determining uh, what heroes are available in a season. It's kind of like we did in the uh, uh, No More Avengers season. Right, right. Well, I was just actually looking back at that and really enjoying. It was it was a weird FOMO experiment, but really enjoying having everybody doing all these different things and getting to choose from some subset of heroes that not everybody else had the same choices for. So I, I look forward to those kinds of things. Yeah, we'll see that again for sure, especially with all the new like you know X Men, X Force, and all these other groups that are now part of it. There's yeah. um, there's a lot more that we can play with in that. Uh, we'll see more narrative-based seasons going forward. Um, that was super popular this past season, and I definitely want to keep doing it because I enjoy working on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, there will be a minor narrative. I'm going to keep doing videos for this season, 
and I think it's going to be really fun uh, for for people to kind of have a, a little background noise, and and you'll see when it comes out. Okay, okay. So there, the the initial theme of the season might not be entirely obvious, but it'll kind of emerge as we see some of these videos and see what the choices are as we go. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll see for sure. It, it, I'm wondering how long it'll take people to see. It. I, I think I think by round three, everyone's going to know exactly what's going on. Okay. Uh, in these round designs, um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. All right, and then and anything else uh, in the future that you want to share? I mean, this is a this is a while out. Uh, it, I still find it hard to believe that we are entering season seventeen, but season twenty is going to be coming up, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to do the math in my head. It might be at the end of this year, beginning of next year, or something like that, mm-hmm. because of because of our longer rounds right now. Um, but season twenty is coming, and that's that's a big deal. Twenty seasons Amazing. is a lot of games played, and I have I have I've got a plan for it. It's called Anniversary Remix, and I'll talk about that more as we get closer to it. But I'm really excited for that season. Okay, so some of the some of the greatest hits of of things I I anticipate. Okay, well I I will definitely look forward to that. Um. Now, we were talking a little bit ahead before we started. We thought it'd be good to check in about Connor Heroes stuff. Yeah, yeah. I unfortunately cannot make it this year. I had a lot of fun last year. It's just not in the cards for me this year. Um, I want I want, uh, I want, want to hear about it, though. I want everyone who's going to, <laughs> to reach out and show me what you're playing. I definitely want to see what's going on there, because I'm sad I'm missing it this year. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there promises to be bunch of folks uh that didn't make it last year from from the league that are there too and so we'll get to actually meet each other in person so that's always really fun too yeah that was was when i meet astrodar right that was one of my favorite things last year is meeting all you guys it was was a lot of fun yeah that that was very fun we got to do a live a live preview even that's right (laughs) i love it um yeah any any other things you want to check in on no, I think that's that's basically it. I mean, we got round, we got season seventeen coming up. It's just going to be a few more weeks. I don't have a, a date in the books yet. I'm trying to do a little bit of math between my three leagues right now to try and figure out what the best timing is for everything. Um, and uh, I, I'm really excited for it. I can't wait to share it with everyone. Oh, uh, that's so fun! And and you know, everybody's so grateful to for you, like to you for all the effort that you put in and you know we're although we're always a little impatient to get going we understand that you're a very busy person and you you know got your family started up and all those other things so you know take obviously whatever time you need that i appreciate that i I try and keep things moving as smoothly as possible and i know i got a lot of people on my team out there so so thanks everyone who who has reached out over the last few months and said congratulations or uh checked in That, that that meant a lot so thank you Oh, what a what a nice bunch of people! You it really you've managed, is. It's a great group. You managed to cultivate, yeah. Somehow so we found the best people on the internet. Yeah, all at one. Um, you know, the other fun discussion we had on the last episode was just kind of looking at who was actually in the league in the first couple seasons. Oh man, and, I meant to look up that list for you. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that after I listened. Right. Well, and so we. Uh, it was I think you and Doxa Lagos as the two people that are currently active that we were able to identify in that were in season one and are still currently active even if it's on again off again yeah i think 
Cirrus 101 might have been round one also. I'm not sure. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. And then and then a small handful of people showed up in season two, and then a bunch in season three. Yeah, that's where that's where the that's where the long time people really came in those second two seasons. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, quite the legacy so far. So far, there's still more to come. Trust me. Okay. Any any parting thoughts? Uh, no, just thank you for having me on again. I love I love doing this. Uh, I, I was sad I didn't get to do last season just because the timing didn't work out, but uh, I, I'm happy to be back, and I, I look forward to the rest of your episodes this season. It was good to hear them again this season. Yeah, yeah. Well, always a pleasure to catch up, and thank you for uh, for being a loyal listener as well, and, and thank you, everyone, for joining us on The Road to Nowhere. Thank you.